The NYC Police Department recently hosted a wild gay party which was so successful they moved it down to the criminal court's building. They didn't start out to have a party, of course, but they ended up having a dilly that won't be forgotten soon by the guests, the cops, or the courts. Here's the story as we heard it from one of the guests. A new gay club opened recently in the East 50s. The owners were blithely selling liquor to three-score customers, sans license, permit, or even the basic certificate of occupancy. In walked the fuzz and arrested the management, which is legal, and all the customers, which is illegal, for disorderly conduct. The cops herded more than 50 very elegantly dressed and very high male homosexuals, four women, one sex change in progress, and one dog belonging to a customer into the paddy wagons. A lot of the people, we understand, had pills, which they proceeded to swallow as fast as possible so as not to be caught with them. By the time they got to the station house, they were flying. The cops could neither control them nor shut them up. The arrested people had to be questioned and searched, and that was a real freak out. The artificial gaiety of the high ones rubbed off on everybody else, and the station house was the scene of perhaps the biggest camping of all time. The more cops tried to maintain order, the more ridiculous the whole situation got, and the more the cops lost control of the mob they had arrested. Things hit a high point when it came time to search the sex change. He had silicone breasts, which were reportedly enormous, but he still had his male equipment as well. The cops were at a loss as to who should search him, her, a policeman or a policewoman. Somebody suggested that a policewoman search the top half and a policeman the bottom half. That broke up the whole crowd, and the embarrassed cop in charge decided not to search the sex change at all. Finally, despite great obstacles in the form of loud camping, freaky carryings on by those so high on pills they weren't sure what was happening, a yappy dog, four furious women, and a bunch of gay kids, some of whom were enjoying the whole ridiculous scene and others who were very unhappy about it all, the cops got all their paperwork done and then loaded everyone into paddy wagons again to go to jail. That trip precipitated another crisis. The woman wouldn't ride with the queen, so the cops settled that by letting the real ladies ride up front. The sex change, to the amusement of everyone else and the consternation of the cops, demanded the same privilege. That was eventually settled and everyone went to jail. There, isolated ones were photographed, with much posturing, posing, and camping. A cop suggested fingerprints and a squeal arose about ruined manicures and dirty fingers. Finally, rather than go through another scene, the cops forgot the fingerprinting idea. The gay boys were herded into two cells, 25 to a cell. The women got a cell to themselves and the sex change again, they couldn't decide whether it was a he or a she, got a cell alone, and the dog was impounded in a separate cell. Every hour during the rest of the night, the cops came around and took half the gay boys out of one cell and moved them to another, apparently with the idea of preventing sexual carrying on. What they didn't notice was that the same crowd was moving each time, and the coupling was going on. With so many people in the cell, the cops couldn't see what was happening in the back, and there was more than a little hanky-panky. Came the dawn, as the old movie titles say, and everyone got breakfast. Hot tea with no sugar and bologna sandwiches. Once again they were piled into the wagons and hauled to the courthouse. There they were kept in a back room and let out four at a time before the judge. Our reporter says the whole scene was too much. 
All those rumpled cardin suits, hair in disarray, and pimples and beard stubbles sticking out under traces of makeup. The first four trooped before the judge, who heard the case and dismissed the charges. Another four, this time more swishy, trooped in. The courtroom began to titter, and the judge rapped for order. The charges were dismissed. The next four were called, and three gay boys in the sex change came in. That, it is said, did it. The judge made the mistake of asking the sex change why she had a man's name. He got a lecture on sex changes and how they work. The lawyers, bailiffs, criminals awaiting trial, and spectators all got involved. Courtroom discipline collapsed. For the rest of the morning, four queens at a time tripped before the bar of justice while the judge tried to be serious. The courtroom remained in an uproar and took a lunch recess to restore order. The cops told our informant that they intended to arrest, on charges of disorderly conduct, any person found in a club that they bust for not having a license. We doubt if they mean that, especially after this incident, which destroyed police and court discipline for 17 hours one night. However, we serve notice on them now that if they continue with such a campaign of illegal arrests, we will initiate a campaign to have all the people who have to go through this sue for false arrest. The police have no right to make such arrests, and if they insist upon doing so, we'll have to win a few thousand dollars for some of their victims. If justice and law will not prevail, perhaps economics will. <laughs>